This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to the last episode of Hafta for the year 2020. A year that was as manhoos as it is going to be cold and already is. Uh we do hope 2021 will be a way better year for the world full of hope, peace and less bigoted laws. uh we shall discuss all that in this last episode of hafta of the year 2020 of which i haven't even missed one which suggests that i haven't even taken a week's leave in the whole year just saying to people who've just come back after 3 weeks and were arguing that 4 weeks would be a better deal 3 weeks 2 weeks yeah but you were saying have hafta ek increase kar diya i just took 2 weeks so ek hafta hafta ke bitta survey what is the regular Uh, time people should take off for their wedding. Yeah, do let us know. Let you, us know. Four think, weeks or two weeks. Yeah. Do you think four weeks is a reasonable <laughs> expectation of a holiday for a life-altering event like marriage? Right. In which case, <laughs> I, I don't know what's her name. Uh, that Hollywood actor who got married thirteen times, three times the same guy. Uh-huh. You know, the she's comes in the black and white films. Yeah. Anyway, she would have got so many leaves. Anyway. <laughs> But uh, uh, we are recording this hafta on Tuesday and not on Thursday because uh, my wonderful colleagues here, many of whom are very young, said that we'd rather not work on thirty first because we normally record on Thursday. So this hafta is being recorded at three, actually four in the afternoon, four in the evening, early evening, late afternoon, on Tuesday, the twenty ninth of December, as opposed to our usual Thursdays. Yeah, because our Young colleagues think that there is going to be some party on. We want to party on thirty first. People don't want to be recording. I really want to see where they will be partying in this pandemic year. At home. So do take videos <laughs> and share with me how many people you are partying with. Accordingly, we'll decide whether you guys need to show up in office in the first week of Jan or not. Okay. <laughs> so, Ravan sir, have you like I I would have thought that they'd be more than happy recording on Thursday because. There's something to do on New Year's Eve then, no? My God, you actually thought that? Yeah. <laughs> But news journey traditionally has always had this. I mean, you're forgetting it because you're getting old. But we never, first we've never worked. Well, we've never worked on the first. Speak for yourself. I have. No, the whole team has never no, worked no, on no. the first. No, no, no. I think uh, I was from the beginning I, since at least I I've been here. We have this thing now. We don't work on first. Yeah, uh, uh, and it was something you set up back when uh, we were four you people. Set up. You said it. You no, no, had no. come once in small screen used to when you said you know first we never work. Uh, yeah, and then you that's said, okay. because yeah. But I come because uh, I remember Ramakant ji and that time Pancham ji were here. which are the first employees of small screen that later gave birth to news laundry and he used to do the little puja aise ki pehle din hi kaam nahi kiya to sare saal kya karoge so i used to feel very bad that the office boys would show up to light agarbatti but me and prashant would not so since then we used to show up just so we are not judged <laughs> so, actually, actually it should be the other way around i mean working on first day of the year sets a bad example for the rest of the year hmm good point so yeah. We have, uh, as you know, Hafta has gone behind the paywall. Those of you listening to this for free, which is a chota Hafta version on YouTube, uh, if you're earning, have some shame and subscribe and pay to keep news free because my colleagues, this place that we've taken on rent, the equipment, everyone's time costs money, takes resources. I'm proud to say News Laundry has brought amazing ground reports this year, whether it was for the Delhi riots, whether it was the farm laws, whether it was Bihar election. Hatras, amazing Hathras. young reporters and our amazing desk headed by Mehraj and Jeshri uh, have done amazing work. So your contributions and your subscriptions go towards paying for all that. And uh, as opposed to many people who think reporting is just sitting on your ass and hacking away at a keyboard, 
the amount of time you spend on the ground is way more significant than what actually you see in the writing bit. So yeah, do contribute Patreon Keep News free, and then you will get access to the full, uninterrupted, unedited hafta on a wonderful podcast player. Uh, as you know, we have got our new improved website, newslaundry dot com, and our new improved podcast player. I have lots more announcements, but I shall get to that after the headlines, which Manisha has prepared a crisp headline roundup for us. Yes, Mumbai police says Arnab Goswami paid former Bark CEO to boost Republic TV's TRPs. India detects six cases of new COVID-19 strain. All were travellers from UK. In a month of UP's Love Jihad law, UP police has registered 14 cases and made 51 arrests, of whom 49 are in jail. Meanwhile, Allahabad High Court has reunited an interfaith couple in UP. Uh, the court said that woman has the right to live life on her own terms. Surprise! Surprise! Who would have thought <laughs> India twenty twenty? And incidentally, the statistic you mentioned on UP, only two of those whatever forty seven arrests are based on the girl actually saying. The rest are based on yeah. all others. Karnataka cabinet okays anti cow slaughter ordinance. And Madhya Pradesh cabinet is set to clear freedom to religion bill twenty twenty as ordinance today. It's It is called Freedom to Religion Bill, but it's the same UP law which uh, prohibits forced religious conversion, quote unquote. And this in the same week where Mamaji or Mamuji, whatever he's called, Mr. Shivraj Chauhan gave an amazing speech where he said, "Zameen me dus foot niche gaar dunga, kisi ko pata bhi nahi chalega." This is the caliber of our chief ministers. Shiv Sena MP Sanjay Raut's wife Varsha Raut was summoned by ED in connection with the investigation in the multi-crore scam in Punjab and Maharashtra Cooperative Bank. Rajni Khan says he won't enter politics. Cites Lord. health complications. Jeez, really cartoonish. <laughs> Sorry, Jashree, your entire gyan that we asked, we asked you to read up and tell us gyan. It's all gone to waste. Yeah, health complications. I don't think anyone is surprised by this development. So. <laughs> Rahul Gandhi skips Congress's 136th Foundation Day celebrations. Uh, the party is in the defensive and said, "Is it wrong to visit his grandmother? He's in Milan apparently." And there was like wall-to-wall uh, coverage last week, last night on television news on where is he, or Kisan Andolan kar rahe hain, or Rahul Gandhi Milan chala gaya. Fifteen hundred mobile towers were damaged in Punjab amid farmers' anger against Jio. Amrinder Singh has issued warning. Protest and opposition ploy says Prime Minister Narendra Modi. He signals no yield on demand for a repeal of the laws. Yeah, I think his his speech made it clear that yeah. he's digging his uh, heels. Modi's in. also said that he's ready to hold talks in the interests of the farmers, but it will be on issues, logic, and facts. Oh, that must be different for him. <laughs> Which mm. is the domain of BJP only. Mm. Anna Hazare is threatened to launch his last protest for farmers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Herbie rides again, but Herbie needs an engine, and that engine is. Formed his own party now, so <laughs> I don't know how the car's going to ride. Hmm. Parvati and Siddhartha Siva's movie Vartamanam on JNU has been rejected by regional censor board. Yeah, we'd like to discuss a little more on this. Yeah. Karnataka Council Deputy Chairman S L Dharma Gowda was found dead near railway tracks. Police suspects it's a case of suicide. They claim that they found a suicide note, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, this week we've had a very interesting series by the Indian Express that tracked the lives of board toppers over the last twenty years to see where they are today. I'll give some details on it when we discuss the story. Yes, we shall discuss this in some detail. And Chinese citizen journalists jailed for four years over Wuhan pandemic reporting. And I read uh, about uh, this citizen journalist. If I'm not wrong, it's a she. Yes, it is a she, hmm. yeah. and she's yeah. actually uh, been quite the brave heart. And this is not her first time. In the past, she has do, uh, done many reports or protests against the government. 
and uh, which is why she's been given such a harsh sentence of 4 years oh. i was like wow man and uh, and you know what her reporting was about uh, like this time it was about but it's basically it about just, yeah it's about the, you know i mean she's mm. been an activist in other issues of democracy but she was asked i was listening on the bbc podcast she was asked that you know mm. the way you keep criticizing the communist party you can't do that in china and get away with it i think the modi government will take cue from this yeah yeah to kuch honge will will follow these kind of uh, you know and just one more headline because this occurred even as we just started recording thousands of farmers have marched to the governor's house in bihar in patna and uh, the jdu is kind of making noises which suggests that it's not quite on bjp's page surprising we thought bihar farmers were very happy The we were told that they <laughs> were thrilled. We were told they and don't have the mandis. The JDU, which kind of like did away with APMC. I mean, yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. They were part of the government which did away with that. So this guy is really taken. If I were a Rajnikanth fan, I would just peed out my head now and say, "Yar, tu na pehle faisla karle karna hai kya hai? Phir tu chaliyo." I feel like they're really used to it, considering he's been saying this for 25 years. But yeah, I mean. This year he played it up so much, and what an I mean I had a feeling he wasn't going to contest, but what an anticlimactic end to the entire thing! <laughs> After months and months of people trying to write op-eds on what it would mean and trying to analyze what his vote share would be and who is he going to hire to be like his right-hand man. After all that, it just comes to an end. So yeah, all all those panels who everyone is sitting that. This is the legacy of MGR. It is not the legacy. Yeah, I see the next MGR, including the next, in, including the Tamil Nadu, uh, you know, political analyst uh, Anand, who used to also do analysis <laughs> over here, was sitting on a panel talking about. So every there, there were two three hours wasted on this on every channel. So that's totally, I think, on the English channels only about fifteen hours over two days. Mm. And now, and in the letter that he's issued, uh, for those of you who haven't been following the news, he was admitted two or three days ago. for high blood pressure to uh, the hospital and he was discharged a day later and he's issued a letter saying that that was a sign from god <laughs> so when god doesn't want to do something gives you high blood pressure <laughs> yeah he said that sadly said that oh i won't be able to go out onto the streets and campaign and given that what is the point of me contesting and so on it's just such a load of nonsense i mean but also but i am there is one interesting thing that i'm seeing in tamil nadu now with the election coming up which is that there are some cracks forming between the bjp and the admk which i mean is not uh, surprising but it's an interesting sort of twist because what's happening is the admk has announced its chief minister candidate yes. which is our current cm eps but the bjp has announced that their party will choose the chief minister candidate for the alliance and the admk says no way is that happening so this has become a very public sort of spat So they already didn't sort of align on a lot of key issues. So I think this is an interesting to happen just about three months before we vote. एक तो every journalist also on Twitter ना feels the need to comment on Rahul Gandhi because he's a low hanging fruit. Let's yeah. let's shit all over him. <laughs> oh, he's gone to Milan. Oh, he's gone on the Foundation Day, hundred thirty ninth, hundred thirty sixth Foundation Day, hundred thirty sixth of Congress. He's gone to let's trash him, which is fine. But I really I'm wondering from. I mean, forget the political perspective. Unki party, unki business. From a news perspective, is Rahul's disinterest in politics newsworthy? Can I read some headlines out that came on television? Please do. So this is uh, R. Paramish Devgan. Kisanon ki ladai Rahul ki chutti parai. Then uh, Z News. Dharne pe kisan Rahul gaye Milan. Then Rubika Liyakat. Chhod ke piche kisan Rahul chale Milan. 
this is obviously the same whatsapp group and then there's this asianet <laughs> news hindi which is saying nani ghar jaunga doodh malai khaunga mota hokar aunga fir to mujhe politics karwa lena no i i think i look at this slightly differently from the media perspective why they like pick up these stories like one part is like uh, raman sir said to build this image of the pappu i mean he is useless don't bother about him and this feeds into that there's no alternative to modi thing and this happens because like most of these journalists are sort of ideo- they have that ideological persuasion where they believe there's no better leader than modi and all that that's one part but one thing we often sort of tend to overlook is what i call the contentification of media so what has happened is because you are in the media you have a 24/7 news channel uh, you have an online platform where you have to put up something every 10 15 minutes and social media has only increased that pressure so you have to put out some put something out and you can't i mean farmers protest it doesn't sell it doesn't appeal to your like audience in, in that bubble so you have to create something out of nothing so this is that So right now they're asking questions like why isn't he at the farmers' protests if he cares so much? I mean, has Narendra Modi visited the farmers at the border? I don't think so. Isn't that the bigger question? So the movie is called Vartamanam, which means like I think it means news, but I'm not really sure. So it stars Parvati and I think Roshan Matthew. It's about a Muslim woman from Kerala who goes to JNU to do her PhD or something, where she's researching a Muslim freedom fighter from Kerala called Muhammad Abdul Rahiman. and that's when the students protests and struggle against the establishment breaks out at jnu and she's obviously aligns to it politically and she joins the struggle so this is the basic premise of the movie so what happened is they applied for permission to the kerala the regional office of the censor board to screen the movie and it was denied so according to reports there were two people on the censor board panel who opposed it one of them is the state vice president of the bjp morcha in kerala and he had tweeted and has since deleted the tweet that the movie shows jnu protests and dalits and muslims being targeted he opposes it because the cinema's producer and scriptwriter is a congress member and he said the premise of the film was decidedly anti national so now the producer scriptwriter is a congress guy called aryan shaukat his father oh. is a very senior congress leader in the state so at the end of the day i mean the issue is his issues with it were that the congress leader is involved even though he has a history of working in film in kerala and the second is that it's anti national so okay to address the first part i think anybody can produce a film that should make a difference i mean 90% i'm sure of the films in tamil nadu are produced or supported or written by people who have political affiliations or who are party members the censor board shouldn't be an arena to settle political scores despite thing the second thing is that the malayalam film industry in general is like a sort of repudiation of everything the bjp stands against it's got prominent actors and producers who are muslim it has themes that don't sort of stick to the very hinduized ethos of like bollywood cinema so it's slightly inevitable that the bjp would start to come after the malayalam film industry but also this brings about the question of what is this issue of being anti national something that we've been hearing more and more over the couple of last couple of years so what does anti national mean what does it mean when a film is anti national and these are things that have become very commonplace now that people are arrested on the basis of being anti-national so it's a terrible thing but there's a lot of public backlash so they may have to sort of backtrack now this is the reason i think political films don't get made in india which is why pop culture is actually a very effective way of informing you know a mass audience about political discourse even even bloody if it's one sided political discourse but 
even films in hollywood yeah which are against the vietnam war they get so much of play you know film like gfk there's in 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 britain you know the kind of anti establishment films that are very political even if it's pro establishment yahan par wo culture nahi hai cuz no one wants to touch it because of shit like this this is an important point i mean like jeshri pointed out the malayalam cinema is very diverse you have actors directors producers writers from across the communities and religions that is not the case in bollywood that is why for the longest time i mean they have just peddled what nonsense and all that stuff so should people go abroad if they have opportunities well, yeah not should i mean, I mean but i just don't blame over, them for yeah. it i don't judge them for it but i think what the survey mainly does is i mean apart from the the interest value i think it does throw up very predominantly the question of caste you look at all those surnames they're all very upper caste surnames and i remember in school like we keep learning about things like brain drain right like in civics and history and all but what they never really taught us was how it is also a function of caste most of the people going abroad were those who could afford it and those who came from those castes so even now we're still stuck in that same system where the upper castes are still doing better the lower castes cannot i was reading this uh, sort of research it's a research paper by daniel lorison and at all and it looks at the intergenerational mobility of adults like between castes and stuff overwhelmingly if whatever the overwhelmingly whatever the caste and the caste occupation of your parents will likely be your caste occupation and at most you will go just one step down if you are say in the top caste like your brahman ashatriya will at most go one step down in the professional ladder, ladder say for example if you are like an mba or you are you are in a government job you will go one step down but for the lower caste it goes way down so this intergenerational mobility isn't happening and the one sort of solution that was thought would work was education but now you are seeing that the selection happens very early so you have a problem there now not everybody who backs yogi is a bigot but this law is clearly bigoted there is no way to spin it and if one normalizes this it's a question of time before yogi does a trump on you and says boss tum agar if you're caught even making a call or eating biryani at your friend's house on eid na you will also be in jail seriously that's the next thing i'm telling you and that is I've, the next thing and people nine this exaggeration ha bhai this would be an exaggeration 5 years ago but now it's true no no i mean what's happening with the love jihad stuff in up is a 16 year old taking another 16 year old for a pizza is suddenly arrested love jihad and even if you read prateek story who's done a report on this from madhya pradesh the basically the hindu uh, the sang affiliates basically sang and the sang affiliates how they zero in on couples so they have a proper network from courts i mean they have people lawyers and courts who tell them that there's an interfaith marriage happening and the moment there is marriage being registered in special marriages act they land up there to raise an objection and then you have to wait for one month anyway that's what the law says so it's a well oiled network of people i mean lawyers in courts uh, neighbors just prying None neighbors that, seeing like security guards at restaurants and parks yeah, yeah. to contact them if they see couples you know if there's a muslim uh, uh, guy even in muradabad case uh, it was the lawyer of uh, you know this girl who had informed this bajrangdal People. I think over the past few years, whatever our elderly people may be like, the young people really moving towards. I think young people have truly had freedom over the past seven, ten years in that way, in terms of living in together, falling in love, 
you know premarital sex or movies showing like young people mingling kissing and stuff like that so we were kind of i think for the young indian at least we were moving towards a progressive direction even if you have your parents dadi nana whatever saying ki nahi ye sab nahi kar sakte but this kind of takes you back completely and the police the state has the authority which is scary you know you can fight moral policing i mean if i want to fight my parents if i want to fight my neighbors i still can you know it still takes a lot of courage but with friend support or whatever or you know there's still a way to coming around to fighting that but how do you fight a police how do you fight fir's i mean on top of fighting your family you now also have to fight a police that wants you in jail for you know falling in love with someone from the other faith and that's really i mean it's just going back to answer the second part first i don't think he has to go far at all i think everyone is perfectly aware of what this law means they can color it up by trying to call it something else but they know where it is and the fact is that people support it this is what people want and i really do think that these are test runs like what we're seeing in uttar pradesh now is a test run for what they're planning to bring out maybe even on nationwide level so in 2014 i think people were over willing to overlook godra to elect on this plank of development i would give them a pass pay maybe i mean not really but maybe yeah whatever and i think a year later you could still defend it as we voted for development we're waiting for it now but now anyone who does support modi who supports yogi adityanath is a bigot anyway i just think 2020 has been the law a year of completely bigoted laws hmm. and this is black this is black and white i mean there is especially even the rhetoric that has gone with it i'm you know i i'm not so firm on the thing that it was so clear to everybody in t- earlier while it may be for those of us who follow news as closely as we do but for you know regular people for whom it's just this they just read a couple of headlines a day and you'd be surprised you know we assume everybody is as well read as us like many people you say have you heard of this speech they've never heard of it and we guys have like chatted around how much but i i think this year the kind of rhetoric one has seen on news platforms in political speeches which are for mass consumption and in the law and its wording i don't think there's any gray anymore and i think that is why 2020 was significant other than corona no i was just saying that on this people realizing or not i for one am not very comfortable calling all modi motors modi motors <laughs> modi voters bigots i i think that's really very simplistic people vote for so many different reasons mm. it's really not as and people are very ideological it's usually the very privileged who can be ideological and in that privileged i do think the right wing like say jaggi supporting demonetization swapandas gupta you know looking away when love jihad happens or kanchan gupta you know when that tuktuki mondal thing mm. had happened supporting what the bjp narrative is that's bigoted i think for sure because these are people who are well read they know you know what's happening uh, they have more means than most people in the country to understand so i'd i'd maybe call that bigoted or foolish i mean for jaggi to support demonetization is just ridiculous but i think for an average voter who voted for modi in 2019 i think it's too simplistic to say that they are just bigots or they were they wanted an exclusion of muslims and that's why they voted for modi i mean that's a separate conversation altogether but and on this i've i was having an interesting conversation with my friend over the weekend who's very troubled with her parents bigotry so to speak quote, quote unquote so she's been trying to like brainwash them school them trying to and you know typical like anti jnu anti ca Uh, pro modi kind of people and she said something quite interesting to me that you know you know i'm reaching out to them and i think i'm reaching some point of conversation with them where i'm able to convince them that a lot of what they're saying is incorrect and you know i know they're not bigots they didn't raise me to be one and i think that's something we're forgetting a lot of these conversations that we hear from our parents and relatives they didn't raise us to be like that's this right. we didn't hear was, these conversations if they were ideological 
Yeah. So, so she's like, I wouldn't have been this if my parents had raised me to hate. Mm. And what we forget is that today people are intense victims of mass propaganda from WhatsApp and news. Mm. I will never judge anyone today who comes to me and says, Ki tabli ki jamaat spread corona. Because that's what they were told for two weeks. Yeah. And when the truth came out, By no one told them that. By the most credible quote-unquote. I, I really look at people as victims. So what this news propaganda is doing to that generation is... is something that we're seeing no i was going to say that yeah i agree that some people i mean they fed certain things through media and they do trust it and so on but what i i mean i don't quite agree that with the thing about families didn't bring us up to be bigots i think what is marvelous is that a lot of people despite their upbringing have turned out not to be bigots because we are all brought up to believe certain things in terms of our caste and our religion and our bigotry and so on and the fact that people turned out differently is a great thing so that is something that i would applaud way more than the reverse before my reading recommendation i have a recommendation on how you can change the world in 2021 let that be your new year resolution because the world has changed through no action of yours unless you were a super spreader and by that i mean you were one of those page three people who attended a party like there were many in delhi who spread it <laughs> as opposed to what what the news channels would have us believe so the world changed in ways with beyond your control now you can change the world within your control by paying to keep news free you see the biggest change that is happening at least in the digital space is the fundamental revenue model for news and the speed at which it has happened in our country has beaten many experts who used to pay low gyan to me about this 7 8 years ago and i'm so glad to see some of them themselves are asking for subscriptions after telling me how shit my idea was so you can change that and the thousands of newsland subscribers have done that and i can confidently say we are more comfortable than those who are depending on ads and you can change the world you can change the entire fundamental model of news by recommending to others that they too pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served so On that note, thank you everybody. Thank you. Have a thank wonderful Happy New Year 2021. <laughs> I hope it is full of hope and good things and we can leave 2020 behind as a bad memory. All of you listening in, the Chota Hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta. We will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.